Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to Analyzing with Anne. That's analyzing spelled with two N's, just like my name. No E on the end of that one there. Today, I will be analyzing the first episode of season seven of When Calls the Heart called A Moving Picture. We will start with the summary, and then I will talk about the characters. Then we will get into interpersonal communication with a little bit of theology. And then I will talk about my predictions and preferences. So here we go. This episode starts off with Elizabeth writing, followed by watching her run into both Nathan and Lucas. During this episode, she talks to Lucas about wanting to be a writer, and Lucas offers to give her advice on her writing, which she takes him up on. When Lucas finally gives her his critique, she gets pretty disappointed. Then at the end of the episode, she repeats one of Lucas's sentiments to Nathan, and Nathan asks her a question that inspires her to write her novel. Then we have Lee and Rosemary's anniversary. They were originally headed to Los Angeles for an anniversary trip, but something came up at work and Lee needs to decide what's more important, Rosemary or work. This actually ends up being a really sweet story between the two of them as he's willing to give up this important client to go celebrate his anniversary with Rosemary, but Rosemary tells him that Los Angeles can wait in order to make this up to her, he brings in a motion picture to town. We also have Henry and the article. The reporter tries to dig up old skeletons in the closet to present Henry as a man that's fallen from grace and risen up. But Henry does not want to talk about this. He wants to close that chapter and, and everyone in town who she talks to protects him. Instead, she ends up writing an article about Fiona as she has been very impressed with the fact that a woman has installed most of the phones in town and works a switchboard. Then with Team Infirmary, or I might refer to them sometimes as Team I for short, we learn that Faith has been offered a position up at the hospital as head nurse. She is debating whether she should go or stay with Carson in Hope Valley. The last little bit of story that we get here is with Jesse and Clara starting the wedding planning process as they have gotten engaged at the end of season six. This ends up being a sweet little scene between Jesse and Clara where Clara really wants a big wedding. Jesse initially thought of having a small wedding but after listening to Clara and hearing how her first wedding was smaller than small and she always wanted a big one, he decides that he wants her to be happy with her wedding day and to do it the way that she would like it. Moving on into characters, we will talk about Elizabeth first. She actually gets challenged by Lucas in here and what I like is that she finally admits that he was right with his critique. It was great of her to take that step of faith and actually get some outside help. Elizabeth also takes an interest in Nathan's words as he tried a second time to talk to her but could not find the words and she just remained patient. She told him, let me know when you get it figured out. Moving on to Lucas. Lucas was actually pretty helpful during this episode. Uh, he was very helpful with Elizabeth in giving her honest advice on her writing, but he also knew that he needed to say what he liked about it, so that was very good on his part. The one thing that he did do that was not very helpful was he made a couple of not-so-very-smart remarks regarding Carson when he was playing cards with Bill, Carson, and Henry. He did make 
remarks on you know, Carson's facial expressions when he has a bad hand. And that was actually pretty funny because then Henry gave him a look like, seriously, dude? Nathan finally finds his words at the end of this episode. He rides off and he sees Elizabeth. And then once he gets off his horse, he sees little Jack and he acknowledges little Jack. And as he is trying to talk to Elizabeth, he shows an interest in her writing. And when Elizabeth tells him the best writing comes from the heart, which is advice that Lucas gave her, Nathan remarks with, so what's in your heart? And then he uses the line that she used on him earlier. You let me know when you have it figured out. Team Coulter, I will be bringing up the topic of agape later on, but this is what I saw for Team Coulter as Lee was willing to sacrifice business for Rosie, and Rosie insisted on Lee's business being more important. Then Lee decides to bring a little bit of Los Angeles and bring a motion picture to town specifically for Rosie, but he works with Lucas to have it open to everyone in town to watch for their anniversary. Henry keeps a tight lip on his past. This obviously shows that Henry has remorse and shame for his behavior in the past, and he doesn't want it publicized, which honestly, who can blame him? No one wants their bad qualities publicized, broadcasted to everyone out there. Fiona sets the reporter straight on how the town works as she explains that everyone may have their differences, but in the end, they will rally together to save one of their own, which is what they're doing for Henry. And she was actually very surprised that she got in the article. She knew about the picture, but she did not know that she was the subject. And we found out later from Henry, as he had read the article, that Fiona had eight siblings. So that is one fun fact that we learned about her. She comes from a huge family. And then with Team I, Faith wants Carson's input. Carson wants Faith, but does not want to hold her back from achieving her career dreams. At the end of this episode, we actually hear them say that they love each other. For the first time, they actually verbalize it as there is still this tension. But Carson is willing to allow Faith this opportunity if she wants it. I did touch on Team Classy earlier. Jesse does not want to trample Claire's childhood dream of a big wedding, so he's willing to go ahead and forge with the plans for a big wedding and get involved on her behalf. Moving on to interpersonal communication with a little bit of theology towards the end here. Elizabeth needs to be careful and honest with Lucas and Nathan. She is very much tiptoeing lines here as she is friends with both of them which is fine but she needs to be very careful of what she is saying and how she's saying it to them if she doesn't want them to get the wrong impression she needs to be very careful or she just needs to be flat out honest if she knows that she does like them a lot she needs to be flat out honest about it and say whether or not she wants to go through with the relationship with either one of them or if there's another conflict of interest or something. She just needs to be either more transparent or she needs to be careful not to flirt with them. I did catch Hickam's little smile at Fiona, so maybe there's a chance that those two could get together. It's kind of hard because Fiona's really sweet and nice to everyone in town, so you don't necessarily see 
the difference between her being just sweet, kind, and friendly, or if she's actually interested in someone, so that would be interesting to see if anything unfolds there. We had Team Flow Ned. This was just a little part where they looked at each other after Faith surprised Carson, calling from the switchboard. There was a little look between Ned and Florence, so obviously they have a friendship. We'll see if anything becomes of this. Going back to Henry's ordeal, I touched on this earlier, publishing or broadcasting personal info. Most people would not want to share highly personal information such as Henry's past, only to have it broadcasted in some form. For him, it would have been the newspaper, magazine. In our day, it would be podcasting or social media. We see community spirit in the fact that the community wants to protect Henry's reputation and don't want outsiders to know about his past. So they keep a very tight lip on everything that he did wrong in his past and only try to present his good qualities instead, which doesn't give the reporter much to work with. I like the camaraderie with the community spirit of protection. We are going to go here with a topic that I covered a little bit with Lee and Rosemary, and that is agape, which is self-sacrificing love, as Lee and Rosemary were both willing to sacrifice their way for the better good for the other person. We see this with Team I, as Carson is willing to allow Faith to leave to pursue a higher position in her career field. And we see this again with Jesse as he's willing to sacrifice wanting the small wedding to give Clara the wedding that she always dreamed of as a child. This is a very big theological point that I picked up on in this episode. And I thought it was really sweet of Lee, Carson, Jesse, and Rosemary to want the best for the other person. They were sacrificing their preferences and what they wanted for the other person. And I really liked that element. And moving on to predictions slash preferences. There was a moment where Nathan was talking to Elizabeth, asking her about her writing, and he looked at the book of short stories that Jack had published, quote, published for her. The way he said, Elizabeth Thatcher, well, that's you, isn't it? The way he said that, and based off of the look on his face, kind of gave me the notion that he must have known Jack somehow, even if it was only in passing. He could have possibly led a squad up north that crossed paths with Jack's squad. I found it really interesting that he automatically knew Elizabeth this maiden name in that way. Another prediction is that Lucas will continue helping E with her writing. We will see who Team Classy bonds with as they prepare for their wedding, as in we will see who they pick for their wedding party, which will be interesting. I am still holding out for Team Sweet and Sassy, Lucas and Fiona. Fiona has the type of family that Lucas seemed to always long for growing up. As we've learned, she has a big family and from what we know of Lucas he doesn't have any siblings but I got the impression in the Christmas movie that he always wanted a tight family and he only really got a tight family during Christmas time with his parents. Fiona's family 
sounds as if they are a tight family. So that would be very interesting if Lucas and Fiona hook up and then he marries into a big tight-knit family. They would also be different than many other couples, but I think they would be a really fun couple. They seem to have, like I said, that sweet and sassiness that can push and pull in different directions. Well, that's it. That wraps up this episode of Analyzing with Anne. You can follow me on Twitter at ariddle91. That's a riddle spelled R-I D as in dog. Another D as in dog. L-E 91. Sorry I don't have one of those for you today. Enjoy the rest of your day.